Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome adversities in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. They've seen hope and they have risen above at those adversities to become victorious, that go on to support and inspire others. And today we are giving a voice to BB Phoenix, F-E- E-N-I-X, and she is um, very powerful. She has an inspiring story to share with you as well. She has gone from food banks to first class, and she's gone from surviving to thriving. So welcome, BB. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Let me begin with my story. It starts just outside of the courtroom in 2015, I was battling for the custody of my children. I had just left a sociopathic narcissistic relationship. I'd been married to him for 15 years and it wasn't until I decided to leave that things really became bad. And my understanding of what it is to live under someone's control really um, took place. I discovered that someone who um, tries to control you from every way, I became not only a victim of domestic violence, I also became a victim of the court system because he denied me the money to pay the mortgage on the house. Because of that, I had to put the house up for sale just before it became me possessed. The courts never took any of that into account. The fact that he was taking me to court for custody of our children, but actually it was a forced decision and a forced moment from being controlled. I remember sitting outside that courthouse and thinking, how could I even help myself at this moment? I felt like I was battling for my life, for my children and everything that I had going at that point in time. What I didn't realise at that moment, by letting go of everything that, of that life, was bringing me to the point where I am now and the life that I'm leading. I, After going through that battle, I had no money and was on food banks. I was supported by the government for four weeks um, I'd got to the point where I couldn't even afford a loaf of bread or milk and had to borrow the last pennies out of my daughter's piggy bank to survive. I vowed at that point at my lowest that, that where I stood was not where I was going to stay and I was going to find a way. I was going to find a way to shake up the court system. I was going to find a way to stand up for myself. What I discovered is that I had to find everything for myself from being able to find the help I needed to get away from the domestic violence, being able to move, being able to support um, coping through the court custody system um, unfortunately I had lost my mum a few years before that and had no one really supporting me there um, I lived an hour and a half away from my dad and my sister at that point um, who'd also both actually gone through domestic violence so having had their own battles that they were going through as well I really was alone in my world which I also understand now is a trait of theirs but going through that, it took me on a long journey. I've discovered through um, healing myself, through going through counselling and therapy. I ended up with PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and a spasming of my jaw for 10 months called TMJ or TMD. It's basically where I had learned to shut up, where I had kept my mouth shut because I'd learned that saying nothing was better than saying something. Because once I was in that trap, I could then not, you know, get out of the argument, I was caught. So I actually ended up with a permanent spasming of the jaw. I managed to get myself healed through that. I had um, a, a treatment called EMDR, 
which is um, eye movement desensitization. And it basically what it does is it allows your brain to heal itself through being the, the therapist talking to you and bringing out the problems that are going on whilst you're listening to the headphones and it opens up your brain. And so going through a lot of healing and a lot of time discovering myself, I started to build myself back up. I went on a journey of self-discovery. Music for me has always been my passion. And I've always been in different bands, never really making it anywhere except the rehearsal rooms and singing to many walls in my time. <laughs> but by doing that, I, um, I started to turn to music to help me heal myself. It gave me freedom. It gave me something that I loved. I've always loved it. I've always done it sung all, my, all my life, but I now started to follow it with more of a passion and a, more of a purpose. And through doing that, I um, started to heal myself also with the music. And I also discovered more of my spiritual side of things. Now, just last year, I discovered something called Mind Valley, owned by a, gu a guy called Vishen Lakiani. Now, discovering this company, it, uh, personal growth has just changed my world. What I have done is I've deep dived so much and discovered that the healing journey that had taken me seven years, I could have done a lot quicker. Um, but again, this is why I've learned all of this, to be able to now start giving back to other people. That's what quite I a actually, journey there. That's oh, quite yeah, a it journey. Is. It that, is quite a journey. Yeah. Um, where do you draw the strength from as well? Unfortunately, there was a lot of situations that I was pushed into that I had to cope with. But what that has done is has shaped me incredibly as a person. What I realise is how much I actually can cope with, you know, whilst being a single mother at the time, three months, uh, six months old and three years old with my children when I left him. They're now eight and 11. So it's absolutely shaped me into a stronger person, realising how many battles I can deal with and still stand on my feet. And also be able to, you know, pass this information on to my children. That is ultimately why I wanted to, to, to leave, because I wanted to show them what the right way of living was. You know, being able to make your own decisions and being a free person rather than living a life being controlled and, and not being able to meet anyone else's, you know, imperfection standards. So you're breaking those those generational chains and you're creating a legacy of free thinking and empowerment yes. for your children. That's yes. wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually, you say the word legacy. That's sort of what's driven me now is to be able to find a legacy to leave behind at that point in time I was living a life that I didn't even understand was leading me nowhere I was feeling you know in a, in a, a like I was living life in a rat race you know on the, the hamster wheel that that's that stuck in a circle pattern and I've now stepped off that and my gosh has that improved my world and and what it is that I can offer my children but it also shows them the strength that they need to, to be able to stand independently and I've shaped two incredible little children so I'm really really proud of the move that I've done with that. That's wonderful. Now, for our audience, when you're talking about like narcissistic and um, thank you for sharing your, your history of domestic violence as well, because I know that each time that we share those, um, you know, there's different emotions that do come up. We never become complacent with those stories. And sometimes when we tell them, we do relive them. For our audience that's listening, BB, with um, narcissistic behaviour, what should people be kind of looking out for around that there's there's several traits one of the one of the biggest ones is that you feel like you're walking on eggshells one minute and then you're utterly in love or you know forgiven or happy the next 
and it's there's a cycle that they go through it's 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 almost like they've all gone to the same university because I couldn't believe how it, it, the same traits go on behind so many closed doors but basically one minute you're walking on eggshells you can't do the right thing I could peel a potato in the wrong way sometimes that you know I wasn't peeling it in the water instead of doing it that way or you know it's just you can't do right for doing wrong that's one of the traits and then the next minute they're apologizing saying oh I didn't mean it I will change I will do this you know they they, they confuse you by giving you the love that you want and it's this constant up and down cycle there's another thing that I've learned also called mirroring so when they do this thing called mirroring what it is is they project onto you what it is that is going on in their world and I've learned that this is quite a strong trait and, and mine used to call me a narcissist all the time and, and it wasn't until you know like, like I say many years on it's taken me a lot of understanding to get to this point but there are there are certain traits. There's another one called gaslighting, and that that gaslighting term is where they will basically put put you in this pot of, uh, and then they basically make it get hotter and hotter, and then they press your buttons. They know how to make you react, and unfortunately, you don't even realise that that's the trait and that that they're doing that to you until it's too late. But I'm hoping that maybe some of these words might resonate with somebody. They might start making someone think, "Oh, hang on a minute." And what I just want people to understand and to do is to listen to their gut. We've lost the art of listening to ourselves and our intuition. We listen to other people's words and get in too much into our own minds and our negative cycles of thinking. But if we could just listen to our guts and our intuitions a little bit more, that, that we're, we're there telling ourselves inside and we know it, we know it, we hear it, but we deny it. But just start listening. That's well, the signs are always there. The signs are always there. It's whether we choose to listen to them or not, pay attention and just have that awareness. You've got to step back to step forward, don't you? Yes, yes. And that's the thing. But for me, I didn't even realise myself it was going on. It took a moment, an incident of um, we were rowing and um, my friend actually, uh, he threw my phone against the wall, which smashed it and it actually ended up dialing her, a friend of mine, um, and she phoned the police and it wasn't until then that happened and that the midwife at the time was sort of saying, you know, because I was talking to her about how I was feeling and about the stressful stuff that going on. She's like, you do realise that that's control and it's domestic. And it took me, it took me again, you know, probably a couple of years of them talking to me for even to, to acknowledge it. I it just, I just wouldn't accept that I had that going on in my world. I didn't believe that someone could get in my mind without me knowing it. And he had, mm. and he, he did for a long time, and it's taken time to undo that, but it is possible, and it's possible to get away. That, that's the thing I want to, to put, put across. I've learned on average it takes 35 attempts to leave someone who has this kind of control over you. So please don't feel that you're weak, and please don't feel that there's anything wrong, but just listen to your true self inside, and, and, and you know, and just reach out to someone, to myself, to Tracy, or to a friend. We're, we're here to listen. Definitely. So where does your journey take you from there? I mean, your children are, are eight and 11 now. Um, it, where, where, where has your journey taken you from? You were previously saying that, you know, 2015, it started out the front of a courthouse. You've gone through all of this transformation. You've identified and had great awareness around everything that's happening. You're creating a legacy for your family. Where did you transition kind of after that, after you were at the food bank and how did you, you've gone through how you've gone through the strength and drew from that strength, but what was another maybe defining moment that you thought, I can do even more, I can be even it more? Was, 
it was it was the the company I mentioned earlier was discovering Mind Valley. It was deep diving into my own personal growth, wanting to better myself, knowing that there was something better out there for me. You know, I knew that that where I stood is not where I needed to stay, and that was the, the that was the the thing is I I knew that I could do better for myself, and I just started learning learning from you know the greats out there. There's people that I've been learning from, um, uh, you know, there's some names I can mention, John and Missy Butcher, who do something called Lifebook, where you go through 12 categories of your life and you basically deep dive in each area, giving you absolute clarity over your world from having that cloudiness before. And then from getting that clarity, I then started working on every area in, in different areas. You know, I started declaring that I was going to be the world's best healing singer and speaker. I didn't know what that involved or entailed, <laughs> but that journey's led me on an amazing path to where I stand right now. And, and, and declaring that the singing, well, that was always there and I've been building upon that for some time. Um, so from being in bands, what actually that happened last year, last June during lockdown, my seven-year-old daughter actually turned up with um, her iPad, bringing some tunes, bopping like a DJ. And I was like, how are you doing that, darling? How are you doing that? Let <laughs> <laughs> mummy have a go. And so, so basically I realised that she'd asked for an app to create some music just to play around with. And I then realised I could actually create my own music from it. And that weekend I created 40 songs and have been working on them ever since. And I've written now seven songs. So the music side, that's taken care of nicely. The speaking side of things, well, I then manifested a way to co-author a book called Rebirth. It's 11 stories of 11 women. And my chapter was called Through Banks to First Class. It's telling my story, my personal story. And that's what I, I, the other uh, 10 women have done. And from that, I have started doing public speaking events, speaking to people like your beautiful self on these podcasts and being able to connect with genuine people um, and, and tell my story because by telling my story it empowers other people to tell their story and you know it gives me strength now at the time I felt so weak but at the time I get now I'm telling my story it gives me strength and empowerment because I'm actually grateful for everything I have gone through to be at where I'm standing today now the other side that comes from that was the healing side now, I didn't know what that meant, but what at the time I knew I wanted to do some sort of healing because I've healed myself and I wanted to heal other people. What that brought to my door was something called quantum flow. I'm now um, a qualified quantum flow practitioner. I qualified in December, the same month that my book came out and my first public speaking event was on an online summit. Um, but with the quantum flow, it's basically a biohacking toolkit. It's a way of recessing our bodies, our minds and our souls back to our natural state of joy and bliss um, and abundance. It's a way of being able to clear all of the negative stuff that we hold within our bodies, the energies, the, the negative emotions that we actually store. We actually store them as crystals in our body. So I know how to be able to release all of this stuff. And I, I you know, deep dive in energy healing, in quantum physics, in, in neurology and biology, just really deep diving into that side of it. And to the point where I'm now understanding, you know, quantum physics in the fifth dimension and the spiritual world and manifestation. And what I can do is everything I've learned over the last six, seven years, I've now got a little toolkit and a way of being able to offer this back in a 15, 20 minute, half an hour, 40 minute or an hour session depending on the need of the person. And it's just an incredible way of being able to give back on top of the music and the speaking. And now what I've done is I've packaged myself as a whole, being able, you know, I, I envisage myself being able to do the quantum flow with the singing and the speaking and opening up to many stages, you know, it has become my mission to reach at least 
one billion hearts to help raise their vibration by spreading joy and by teaching you know my story and showing that it doesn't matter who you are just follow those dreams with passion and purpose and you can make anything happen you can create your own reality you definitely can and I think a lot more people especially as a result of 2020 have have shifted their mindset and trying to go back to nature and that holistic approach Mm. about their mindset about what is really important and Mm. I I have had many challenging conversations over 2020 of mindset shifts and everything does happen for a reason the universe does do things to the world to each individual and each heart and soul when it chooses for them to hear a message and not Mm -hmm. a lot of people believe that but that's okay because we don't always have to think the same. So I'm so glad yes. uh, that you touched on the fifth dimension and manifestation and everything kind of holistically does come together. And we so have to wear our story like a superhero cape because it is given to us for a purpose. We don't always know what that is, but if we go on to use that and embrace that and in a way, in a funny way, be grateful for it because that has given us like you said and I'm so glad you touched on that BB that's our toolkit because our story could be the key to someone else's survival guide it could be a message it could be a sentence it could be a motivation or an inspiration for them to actually look at their lives and think yeah wow you know what I so resonate with you know with BB's story and if she can do it I can do it and you could be complete strangers and that's what's lovely about the virtual world and especially podcasting and audio we've all got it at our fingertips and when we're ready and open to hear those messages how powerful that actually becomes and Mm. the world needs more people like you these embracing their stories and actually speaking their stories and each time we tell it like I said at the beginning of the podcast if it wasn't for amazing people like you telling their stories everything would still be in the four walls of every home. And it is not like that anymore. We need to dig deep. We need to tell our stories and speak our truth. So what are your thoughts around people not telling their story or reaching out uh, in moments of need? What uh, kind of advice would you like to give our audience on that? I just love to say that... Again, it comes back to that knowing inside that, that you know that something's not right. Just it, it, the, the time when we want to least speak up, I think, is the time we need to speak up the most. When you find yourself not saying it, oh, I'm just going to not say that rather than, or I'm just going to, you know, oh, I'd rather not speak to someone because of this. If you find yourself retracting, then you th- then there's some warning signs that are going off and just have a conversation with someone the, the, the power in conversation is the is actually what's got me through most of all of this and what will lead me continuing on through me speaking having my own conversation is actually what's led me to being with my fiance right now because through me speaking my truth it actually opened up to him speaking his truth and he had been through that twice with two relationships and had two families torn away from him because of this circumstance because it happens to men as much as it does women and 
we are going to unite as a powerhouse, as a couple to show that it stands on both sides. And it's not just a man or a woman. It can be a policeman. It can be a person on the street. It can be a lawyer. It can. It, it, it knows no boundaries, um, domestic violence and the, the ego control. And so just if anything I've said has resonated with you, is anything... I, I, if something's touched your heart, then you know that you need to just perhaps either reach out to myself. I will always openly come have a conversation with somebody. Or if, you know, depending on which country you are in the world, because again, this has become a global thing that I've been speaking to people all around the world, you know, Australia, Costa Rica, America, England, you know, Europe, it doesn't, it has literally no boundaries. And by having these conversations one by one, it is getting the word out there that it is okay to talk about this stuff. You don't have to hide away. So many people just would rather not say anything and actually live that life than the life I am now living. And the fact that you can have such an amazing life after leaving in such a horrible situation, first class, you know, a food, sorry, living from food banks where I had nothing with my daughters, I couldn't even afford a loaf of bread to being able to have just before the lockdown. We had four holidays, you know, one to my, with my partner and I to Greece, one with my children, which was their first ever holiday abroad, which was incredible to be able to give them that, you know. And then we went to Amsterdam and then in, we went to Venice in Christmas and got engaged. So, you know, dreams can come true and they can be kind of the, the nice ending to it all. But just just have the conversations. It's having these conversations that makes it all move. I love that advice. Thank you so much. And thank you very much for being brave to share your story and having the confidence to go out and be the the change in the world that we actually need to see more of. And we'll be sharing where to actually connect with you as well. Uh, You are so, so appreciated. And you can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on YouTube, Spotify, on Apple and at our Facebook group as well. So please subscribe, share, comment. We will send out where to connect with our BB Phoenix as well and be the change that the world needs. Uh, thank you very much for today, BB. It's been a pleasure having you as our guest here. It's been honourable. Thank you. You're very welcome. And let me leave you with a message of step into your story, figure out who you are, and do it on purpose. Bye for now.